Welcome back, everybody, to the Nerds Night Podcast. Today we have our big E3 recap the first two days. Uh, there's still a little bit left to go for tomorrow, but we're going to recap the Ubisoft Forward and the Xbox Bethesda Showcase. But we're at the top. Let's introduce ourselves. we got Sean. Hello, hello, hello. No, no, no big intro today. We just got Brennan. What's up? Yeah. But uh, we're going to start with the Ubisoft Forward. First thing shown there was the Rainbow Six Extraction gameplay. Um, so one of three, it's the three-player co-op game. They had the event what two years ago on Siege. That was kind of like a preview of it. They basically spun so. they spun that out into its own game. Cool thing was Extraction will support crossplay at launch, and it launches September sixteenth. How do you feel about that, Brennan? I'm excited. I really liked the uh, preview of it. It was a lot of fun, and this will be a full fleshed out game of that preview. So I'm excited to see everything they do, and I love Siege anyway. So, what do you think this means for Siege? Do you think they still support Siege going forward? Oh yeah, Siege yeah, is too big right now. I was say, it's way too big. That's true. The next thing we got, we got Riders Republic, to launches on September second. It's the open world like uh extreme sports game but it's on open world multiplayer where you can have a career you compete with your friends and do like snowboarding mountain biking hang gliding uh i think they should like wingsuits off it looks okay oh, wow. uh, i'm not like it's not my type of game but uh it's weird to have a like an open world game like this with other like open world multiplayer world like this a little bit. But it looks really cartoony, which, I mean, if I do like these kind of games, I do like them to be like the old SSX games, not as much. Like, not like, uh, what was it, Steep, where it was like very, like, kind of realistic, very more simulation driven. I, like, if I'm playing a extreme sports game, I want it to be a little fun, a little more arcadey. Yeah, I want yeah. to be able to do stuff that you're legally not allowed to do. Right. Or physically. Speaking about Siege, the next thing we have is they announced Year 6 of Rainbow Six Siege. They said the game has hit 200,000 concurrent players. They uh, announced there wow. some quality life improvements. And uh, they'll have cross-play and cross-progression implemented in early 2022. And PlayStation and Xbox. So no PC, but between PlayStation and Xbox. And they showed hmm. they showed a new operator, Thunderbird. Oh yeah. Which makes sense. Those types of games you don't want to be a console player and get matched up with a PC player. I can see people getting upset with that. Yeah. Yeah, I, you can. I can tell the difference when I play my console and I go up to uh, play against PC guys. But I kind of wish it was full crossplay. But the cross progression, I think that's a big deal. Yes, that's that's a big. big a lot big of games. Game. I don't know a game. A lot of games that do offer cross progression. I know Destiny does, but that's that's a very that's still a a newer thing going on. They want you to buy that DLC twice. <laughs> then they confirm they're doing a new expansion for Watch Dogs Legion. They got new updates for. Uh, Brawlhalla, they're adding the ten, uh, Teenage Mutant Ninja Turtles, and they're doing mm -hmm. updates for uh, Ghost Recon Breakpoint. 
which we were talking about if they were going to offer uh, do a a new Ghost Recon since it's been a couple years and they've been kind of quiet. So that's if you're a Ghost Recon fan, that's pretty cool. I didn't really care for the game, but I know a lot of people like those types of games. Yeah, a lot of people do. I not my cup of tea, but I think Wildlands was the only one I really liked. You didn't like Breakpoint? Mm-mm. Did not play the same? No, it did not play the same. I feel like Breakpoint was more... Uh, it, it, uh, your your camera is more... your How the camera on the person looks looks yeah. more... Uh, uh, Gears of War. Got you. It wasn't... I didn't feel like it was more free like it was with Wildlands. I got you. Huh. They announced uh, Assassin's Creed Valhalla DLC, Siege of Paris, which launches this summer. And that game's doing really well, and it's a really good game. Which we were talking about if they were going to uh, talk about Assassin's Creed R. <laughs> they added a new weapons. They got the one-handed sword now, which will be dope. But no, I like Valhalla how's a lot. The, I'm kind of excited. How, how's, a, how's that a new weapon? They haven't had it yet. They haven't had a... I guess... They haven't had one-handed swords in that game. I guess I never really paid attention to that. You get the axe, and you get two-handed swords, but you don't get a one-handed sword. Mm. I never really thought of that. Uh, yeah, I just didn't even think about a one-handed sword. But, uh, I mean, dope. I mean, I'm kind of glad that they're going to uh, maybe support the game a little more. I'm, they're not jumping. making. They're keeping the year in between Assassin's Creed games. I'm very happy with that. Yes. They showed off some... A movie and a TV show they're doing. Then they showed a far. They showed more Far Cry Six. They announced the uh, DLC, which you can play as past villains. Did you see that? So the uh, like Far Cry Three, Far Cry Four, and Five, you can play as all those bad guys, which would be cool. Oh wow! And then they brought back the Far Cry Three Blood Dragon DLC. And then. Do you guys care about Far Cry 6 at all? How do you guys feel about that game? I played Far Cry 6. Well, yeah, because it's not out. Yeah, so you care? Like, are you right, excited? Right, so I don't... I don't excited for it? Yeah, so I never... I don't know. I'm not a, I'm not really excited for it. Like, the uh, the villain and the story might, might be better than usual, but usually Far Cry games do not hold my attention. They're not what i like no they, they kind of got stale like when far cry 3 came out and even 4 to an extent it was like kind of newish it was really fun the first two far cries weren't like insanely popular and then it was fun to play 3 and then you realize oh this is the same game over and over again they just reset yeah, it in a different area yeah you come in there you're gonna what are you gonna do you're gonna get some watchtowers open the map up a little bit Fight a villain, open a watchtower, drive around, clear an outpost. That's it. Over, rinse, and repeat. The only Far Cry I played was 5. See, 5 wasn't too bad, but I think I got bored with 5 quicker than I got bored with any of them. 5? I maybe played 4 hours and I was done with it. (laughs) Then we got the Mario plus Rabbids Sparks of Hope, the sequel to the 2017 game. Uh, that game was insanely popular. I think it was the best-selling Switch game not made not made by Nintendo. Oh wow! 
I never played it. It is a turn-based strategy game if you're into those kind of games. Special launch in 2022. I like the Switch is still getting some third. The Ubisoft is sticking with this third-party support deal. I remember when uh, EA had one with the Wii U. It ended up just being sports games, and they gave like old ports, and that was their whole deal. They didn't bring any actually cool games over. Then they brought like a shitty port of Mass Effect 3 and then like four sports games, and that was their five-game deal with Nintendo. God. That's a horrible, horrible deal. And then, At least Ubisoft is doing them right. Right. And the people act like so those games are those games are uh, those games are popular. And it's people like seeing people like Mario in different situations, you know? So Oh yeah. You threw Mario in the title, it's gonna sell. And then they ended the no Ubisoft doubt. forward with uh Avatar Frontiers of Pandora. Which the game looked okay. You know, I'm not like I said last time, I don't care about the movie at all. But <laughs> yeah. Not game, a, you're not a huge fan. The game looks kind of cool. I bet it'd be a fun world to play in. I'm not sure if, like, I'm not the most excited by Ubisoft games. So I don't know how. If this game, hopefully it breaks, like, this, the stick of dying after, like, six months. Or even that, sooner than that with Ubi, most Ubisoft games. They kind of stop becoming fun real fast. Yeah, the only yeah. games I really play is Assassin's Creed. I hope I'm wrong, but I don't. I don't think it's going to be that great. Ubisoft has not been doing that great with anything besides Siege. True. Well, that's your bread and butter right now. <laughs> Any other, I ain't wrong. I love Siege. Oh, there's Division no is Division is decent too, but. Repetition. Yeah. You guys have any other thoughts on the Ubisoft forward? Very underwhelming. Yeah. No Splinter Cell. Sadly. Well, I thought we heard uh, we heard some news about Splinter Cell b- being a multiplayer only game next. That's true. PvP and PvE, right? Yeah, and they announced the Splinter Cell uh, anime for Netflix. I have no idea how I feel about that. Just give us a normal Splinter Cell game, Ubisoft. It's not hard. (laughs) (laughs) Give us the PvP one and the PvE one, too. It was both. We've not had a... The last Splinter Cell would have been Blacklist in, like, 2012, right? Yeah, that was it. Was quite a while ago. Was for, I remember it was for the one of the late 360 games. Splinter Cell Blacklist, yeah, came out. Yeah, that's a long time ago. Yeah, that's a 2013. That's a long time. Missed the whole console generation. That's crazy. How you gonna miss a whole console generation like that? Came out right before, because the consoles came out in 2013, right? The Xbox One and PlayStation Four. Mm. They came out like fall of that year. This launched August 20th, so snuck right, snuck right in there. But that's it. No more thoughts in the forward. Just underwhelming. Nope. Underwhelming. Okay. We're going to take a quick break, and when we come back, we're going to talk about the Xbox Bethesda uh, showcase.
And we're back. We're going to talk about the Xbox Bethesda showcase. And just like they did on the press conference, we're going to start with the biggest. I mean, they, we, we said that we're talking about they're going to lead off with it. Starfield. Yeah, we did. We I, got, was kind of, I was glad we predicted that and got it right. We got in-game, not in-engine uh, in footage, which looks really cool. Uh, it, they got a date, 11-11-2022. And, of course, like everything shown on the broadcast besides one game, but still technically will be on Game Pass because EA plays combined. Everything will be on Game Pass day one, which is wild because there's some – there's some hits in this. There's some really good hits in this. But oh yeah, also they announced they confirmed it. It is Xbox PC exclusive, no PlayStation. What did you think about the uh, Starfield cinematic, Brennan? Got me excited. I usually don't get excited until gameplay, but this one gets me excited because they've never done us wrong. So, right. And this is this is crazy thing. This is their first new IP in a long time, like in a very a long time. What they say? That's the whole thing they kept saying twenty five years, right? Because that's how long Elder Scrolls and Fallout been going on. Yeah. Yeah, in the making. <laughs> and then we moved down to uh, you know, I was a, I was kind of excited for this game last time because I like the older ones. This gameplay trailer, uh, it's still. It's a tweener for me. Stalker 2, Hearts of Chernobyl. They said it launches in 2022. Uh, if you've not played the old Stalker games, it's just like a stealth shooter. It's like kind of a stealth horror with some like, um, not trying, it's not magical elements, but like supernatural elements. And they saw that they show that in the gameplay trailer. How'd you guys feel about Stalker? So I'm very excited. I never played it. Uh, I looked like it was going to be cool. I don't. It could have just been a uh, whoever's whoever was playing could have been just a bit of bad player, but uh, there were like no scoping and all over the place. And when they finally aimed down the sights, it only didn't look it didn't look fun when and and when he went and or, or the player went and walked up to an item to pick it up, all it showed him was just they put their hand out and it was gone. They didn't you know it was just cheap. Yeah. No, I'm excited. You just think the mechanics look bad. Yeah, the mechanics. I was like, yeah, this is. It looked very, um, just not polished. Not yeah, glitchy is not the word, but it's just. Uh, mechanics didn't look good for me. Right. I guess it's still a year away, or at least a year away. It's a 2022, so it's probably this is probably still an alpha. So a lot of those things should be, should be big quotes there, be ironed out by the time the game actually launches. But no, I got big. Uh, like I played the old. I played one of the older ones. But it is a you get big Metro twenty twenty three vibes or is it twenty thirty three? Yeah, you get some Metro vibes. Twenty twenty three. Yeah. And then we got. I'm excited for it. It looks good. Yeah, I mean, I mean, the fact that also, I mean, we'll talk about it a lot in this podcast. The fact that you don't have, you don't have to pay money for it. It's gonna be on- nothing. It's on Game Pass. What fifteen dollars a month? Yeah, and you get all these games. Boom! All these games. Man, can't beat it. And then we got down to uh, Back for Blood. Oh my gosh, I'm ready for this. October 12th, once again, launches on Game Pass. And they showed off the new Hunter vs. Uh, Human vs. Zombie mode, which looks mm-hmm. kind of dope. Yeah, I do like that. Playing against people, and you can be the, the zombie and just 
just screwing them. We finally get another co-op shooter from Turtle Rock. Oh. I know Left 4 Dead ones were by Valve, but they were actually made by Turtle Rock. They were just a Valve CEO back then. Yeah, this is the this is the same team that made Left 4 Dead. Yeah, and Left 4 Dead was Evolve. really good. They made Evolve, that poor game that did not last very long. I it saw, was super good, though. I, you know what made me sad is like, so I was watching the, I was watching it live, the, uh, the press conference, of course, and I had my comments on my YouTube so I could see what people were talking about. And as soon as they they showed this, people were like, man, I hope it lasts longer than Evolve. And then people, Evolve was really good. I liked Evolve. I'm like, don't don't lie. If you liked Evolve, it wouldn't be shut down. <laughs> no, it's not their fault, Shane. Remember, we liked Evolve, and it's still shut down. It doesn't matter how much we liked it. It had to be the populace liked it. I know. Like we talk, it's so funny that we... We'll get to this when we talk about Battlefield here in a minute. About I'll save it for Battlefield. But now we got Contraband. Uh, we got barely anything, just a trailer. And we just all know it's a co-op open world made by Avalanche, people that made Just Cause. Mm-hmm. Looks cool. I really thought this was gonna be the Indiana Jones game when I was watching the trailer because they had the map laid out, and they had the uh, like the treasure circled. The 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 music was wrong, so I don't know. I, I was like trying to figure out what it was. Got some Uncharted vibes a little bit just because like the treasure hunting. But I mean, if it's gonna be like a game, a co-op game, where you're going and like basically doing kind of heist, and the Just Cause engine. I mean, I'm okay. I'm okay with that. That's gonna be fun. Is yeah, Ab- I'm okay with that too. Did Avalanche get bought by Xbox? Is that a games Xbox Game Studio now? I don't know. Are they somehow related to Bethesda? Uh, I think they because Arcane's so related to Bethesda, so they came with Bethesda. Trying to see. Who their parent company is. No, they're not. It's their own. I'm trying. Let me look again. Avalanche. But no. Is a. That game kind of looks dope. I don't know. We didn't get a date at all. So that's probably a couple years away. I would assume. Probably Mm -hmm. 20. I agree. Earliest 2022. But most likely 2023, 2024 range. We. We got to get used to this. We're a lot of this had dates, but a lot of times on E3 we get a game that shows up and we don't hear about it for three more years. That happens a lot. Happens yes, a lot. Yes, it does. But then you get the Yang to it, where we get Sea of Thieves: A Pirate's Life, the Pirates of Caribbean big uh, expansion for Sea of Thieves, and it comes out what June June twenty second, so the end of the month. Yeah. Two what weeks. what? Like honestly, the best cross crossover that you can even think of. CFDs which fits so well. well, and you got uh, Pirates of the Caribbean, and well, why not put those two two things yeah, together like and we're make saying, a great game? Like we're saying off podcast, it's just it's a no. It makes perfect sense. I'm surprised it didn't happen earlier. Make Johnny Depp the voice actor. Is he not? Uh, yeah, don't cancel was. him. He is. Are you sure? It's probably yeah, it sounded like him. Probably just recycled lines from the movie. They cut I would probably have a check. I think I'll pay him that man that his price to come do this. You never know. I don't know. Video games are getting big enough where they can. I guess Microsoft got money. 
It's like that 12, 12 minutes game that we'll probably get to later had William Defoe, Daisy Ridley, and James McAvoy in it. Yeah, the game looked. The game looked pretty dope. It looked interesting. I'm not quite sure what's going on in it, but like it looks very interesting. But we see that you're the whole point of this thing. It looks like you're trying to take down Davy Jones. It's not. You don't know. I don't know if Jack is gonna be with you if you're gonna play as him, or if he's just gonna be like a quest giver. It looks like he's just gonna be Ooh. an NPC in the game, because like everything he was like all the pits he was in the trailer, you had like your character next to him. Hold on. Mm. Right, you could probably get a uh, his hat, a Jack Sparrow outfit, make a character. Look yeah, like something like that. Yeah, but he, I feel like he might be an NPC. That makes sense. Next, we got. Uh, it was not a game announcement, but they now said all the Yakuza games, including Like a Dragon, are now available on Game Pass. Now, right now. Yeah, uh, I think most of them are already like most of the Yakuza games are already uh, on there. But now, Like a Dragon, which came out beginning of the year, it's a fairly new game, right? Or was it end of last year? Yakuza Like. I think it was end of last year. Somewhere around there. Uh, January, I guess. No. I'm so stupid. It was yeah, November 10th. Came out in Japan on uh, January 16th, 2020, but came out in America November 10th, 2020. Why does it take so long to go come out? And you know that? Why does it take so long to get that game over? No idea. All Maybe that, uh, the voice acting. Yes, all that time to translate. Maybe. Which is wild that that game. Is on Game Pass before, uh, like we said, uh, we told off podcast. Yakuza was traditionally a a PlayStation, PlayStation exclusive, a PlayStation exclusive for the first bit, and now they're all Game Pass on Game Pass now. Xbox is making moves, man. Oh yeah. Now, next we saw the Battlefield 2022 multiplayer with the. Uh, Brandon was talking about. I think the way we were recording, we're talking about that the on the fly customization. On the fly, man, that was that was nice. Who you don't need to make classes anymore if you can be able to do this. Looks dope. I don't know how in depth it is, but it's even if it's not completely in depth, like it looks like it's gonna be a good feature. Oh yeah. And I'm like, I was not really excited for the battlefield after the reveal, but like this trailer looked. I was more excited for this tra- after this trailer than I was the whole reveal. Yeah, it looks more like this trailer first. Got me hyped up. It would have got people. I think I've maybe hyped up more. But like I was, just, what I was saying earlier when I said we're gonna come back to Battlefield, it's hilarious that of all people threw a fit that it was a sixty dollar game with no campaign, but now people, Battlefield's gonna be a seven dollar game with no campaign, just multiplayer. Yeah. Funny how no one like different I, times. I'm not complaining about it. But remember in Call of Duty? What Call of Duty was it that didn't have a campaign? Uh, was that Black Ops Four? Yeah. People threw a fit at first. I gotta pay full price for this, and now it's a customary thing. But we'll get to the we'll get to the other side of that here later, and that's kind of interesting. But no, uh, we've already talked a lot about Battlefield twenty forty two. October twenty twenty two is when it launches, so now uh, another year away, which will be what are that four years between Battlefield games. Three years? Wait, it doesn't launch till next year? The next game, year. The game launches October 2022. 
That's facts, right? Are you really? That's yeah, what, that's what it said. I thought it was this year. Mm. Oh, October, October twenty two, no. twenty twenty one. My bad, I was reading that wrong. This pro, yeah, it's twenty twenty one. This website has a typo. It says launches October twenty twenty two, but then it's yeah October twenty second, twenty twenty one is when it launches. Yes. Okay. On, I was very it. sure that it was twenty twenty one. It looks website. way too good. Get your website edited, IGN. When I'm looking on this list. But next we got uh, we saw twelve minutes, just like an announced trailer. Uh, it's supposed to be an interactive thriller starring James McAvoy, William Dafoe, and Daisy Ridley. That's about what we saw. That's all we know. Looks very yeah. Interesting. It's very uh, mysterious still. Somebody's murdering somebody's dad. Well, like, and then at that one was... point, but then at one point he's like by himself, and it kind of looked like it was like a. Uh, Maybe Seal's in jail? I don't know, that's what I thought. I'm trying to think of the word I'm trying to look for. Like, his whole hallucination because he was by himself for a minute. And then we got... Yeah. Moving on from that, we got Psychonauts 2, which launches August 25th. Uh, it's a sequel long in development. People love Psychonauts, man. Xbox. This will be, this will be an Xbox full-on exclusive, right? Yeah, it was a, it would leap on Game Pass this fall. I, I don't know. Really? I, don't, I never played Psychonauts. So, I mean, Psychonauts, like, I played the... Well, what console is that on, Brennan, the first Psychonauts? That's been a long time, right? That was, like, original Xbox, right? I think so, yes. It was original. This is a long time coming. And then we got... Uh, the next Bethesda came back up on the stage. They announced all the new Bethesda game, not new Bethesda games, but all the games that they didn't add to Game Pass earlier now are adding to Game Pass. Mm -hmm. uh, biggest one was Doom Eternal. It was getting the uh, next gen boost for X Series X and Series S this fall. They added in what did they add in the original two Fallout's, um, the standalone yeah. DLC for. Dishonored, I forget what it's called. They added Morrowind. Morrowind, yeah. Wolfenstein 2, which that game's... Am Wolfenstein's amazing, the new ones. New Vegas. Yeah. New Vegas and... Yeah, Vegas. Right after Doom I bought, and Doom 64. I don't know if that's already on there. I was already on there. Right after I... After I was paid for New Vegas on Steam, they got to add to Game right Pass. Right after, yeah. Thank right you. after. And then we got Evil Within 2's on there now, and Fallout Tactics, which... Evil Within 2, not... That's a game I kind of forgot about that even came out, Evil Within 2. It's a good game, though. And then we got the... It's inevitable. They got a new expansion for Fallout 76, Steel, uh, Steel Rain, which is going to have the Brotherhood of Steel. They give nice. Uh, maybe okay, we got to start playing Fallout 76. We have to re-download it. Well, I'll check it out. Yeah, check it out and let us know and, hey, and see if we'll get it. Pass. We're not adding money, right? Yeah, he's he's the money man. I don't have to pay anything. They talked about uh, Elder Scrolls Online, the new expansion there, and then we got I really thought was a Gang Beast game. I'm still not sure if it's the same developer, but we got Party Animals, which, like I said, it looks exactly like Gang Beast. It's like the physics-based multiplayer game. You try to throw you. Uh, you're throwing each other, you're trying to fight, you're on like different environments, and you gotta knock them off into the uh, 
off the map, last man standing. How do you feel about that game, Brennan? Are you excited for it? Yes, very. <laughs> I think uh, it'll be a good addition. I think we'll be able to have lots of fun and uh, keep playing was, it for quite yeah, a while. I would say that's a really fun, like fun little party, fun looking game, party game. Yeah, let's maybe maybe do some drinking with it, <laughs> right? But it says party animals take inspirations from gang beasts, but the game controls and move move sets are in depth as compared to gang beasts, and you can enjoy a number of funny weapons. Yeah, I think maybe maybe what or if there is just a hey, we're going to, another another people another another developer made the game probably, and then we oh. got. Hades is coming to console uh, on Xbox Series X and Game Pass. Uh, what is they said August thirteenth, which I, I played that. We talked about it a couple podcasts ago. I really like that game, but it's been on P. It's been on PC and Switch for like a year now, so that's a cool little jump to consoles. I don't know how it's gonna. I don't think I would like to play that game with the controller. And then hold on, and then we got Somerville, which is a two D adventure game. Looks just like Inside or what was the one Limbo. That game will launch in 2022. This game looks kind of fun. I kind of if this if it plays like inside, that game was amazing. Tough play though. Game had a lot of some deep themes in it. You guys have any yes, thoughts on did. Somerville? No, no. Uh, I didn't get to watch too much of Somerville, so. And then a game I know Sean's very excited for. We finally saw oh, some more yes. Halo Infinite. They said it, they did say it will launch. Hopefully, it's it's at holiday twenty twenty one. But we heard that before from Halo Infinite. So, yeah. But they once again said so the multiplayer component will be free to play. So, you get free multiplayer at this game, and then you pay for seventy bucks for a game that's only multiplayer. And I'll tell you what, I was excited. I was watching it, watching the grappling hook where you like shoot a kill an enemy, and then he grappling looked the gun off the ground. The one thing. I uh, not the only thing. It's like when you use that gravel up. Like only thing I can think of is Scorpion. You just say, "Get over here." <laughs> that's, that's that's yeah. Uh, that's that's a hell of an addition to uh, to Halo. I get excited. They should capture the flag again, which is like a quintessential Halo gameplay yes. game mode. Multiplayer look fun. It got me excited for Halo again. Campaign I could really care less about. Looking, like they're hunting for they're on the hunt for Cortana. Which I I forget what happens. I didn't play five. The voice of the campaign in five, but I'm definitely gonna check it out. It looks like it's gonna be on. It's gonna actually be on Game Pass on PC, which Halo Five is not. So I'll definitely I'll play Halo Infinite. I'm ready for it. That's good. You excited for the multiplayer, Brendan, on Halo? I'm very excited. I'm uh, I'm happy they're doing it free to play. Not that I wasn't gonna buy it, but uh, I think the more people on it, the better it'll better it'll do and it'll thrive more. Right, well, that's I wonder, nicer doing free to play because I was gonna buy it. I wonder if they're gonna. Well, you don't have to buy it anyways, guys. It's on Game Pass. No, there's you people that didn't have Game Pass. You We're talking about like people that don't have that. Don't have Game Pass. Yeah. Hey, if you have an Xbox and you or PC and you don't have Game Pass, you're messing up. Why buy it? <laughs> but no, it looks exciting. And then next we got Diablo 2 Resurrected, which is coming on console to uh xbox series x and s 
and it'll launch September 23rd. I think that's the first one we've got a release date for that game. So I wonder if the PC is going to release the same time. I don't know. I think they're getting people pumped up for Diablo 4. Hey, that will hey, let's, let's Let's remake number two. Not remake it, just make it look better. I'm more excited for Diablo 2 Remastered than I am for Diablo 4. Because Diablo 2 is an amazing game. And then we got uh, a game I did not play the first one at all. But they announced the second one, A Plague Tale Requiem. Which comes out. Also did not play. Yeah, I don't know. I think I watched an episode of Funhouse playing it, and I was very underwhelmed. I mean, they just shit on the game the whole time. And I looked, I looked watching that, like, man, that looks fun. But it's just not my type of game. But I'm not sure if that's exclusive or not. But it, once again, game pass. And then we saw Far Cry 6 again. They showed some of the stealth missions. And, uh, hey, there was that rooster. The deadly rooster with the spike call. I was like, yeah, that, that young rooster that tackled that guy. Yeah. I was like, holy crap. But that was the only game on Far Cry. Uh, that was the only game on the show that's not going to be on Game Pass or launch with Game Pass. But we already talked about Far Cry 6 in the show. Then we got Slime Rancher 2, which I've still not played the first one. I haven't either. I've seen some gameplay. It looks kind of fun. Then we got Shredders, which is a snowboarding game that I'm not sure how I feel about. But then we got into a game. The next game we got was a game I know Brennan's excited for. We got Atomic Heart. Mm-hmm. It's developed by a developer in a different country, but I think the gameplay is going to be really great. I just hope the voice acting is also at least on par. Right. It looks a lot like uh, crap. What was that game? It was made by Raven Software back in the day, where you had like you shot and you moved stuff with your hand, like Singularity. I think was what it's called. Yeah, that is what it's called. It's got some that kind of vibes. A little bit of like Bulletstorm looks like, just with the like, the physics and stuff. Really, it looks really cartoony, but it looks really fun at the same time. Yeah, published by Munfish, a Russian studio. Uh, the only other game they developed was a VR game called Soviet Lup- Luna Park, which got discontinued. Oh. This is a big step up for them. Yeah, and this game actually looks really good already. It does. It looks really cool. And then we got uh, Replaced. It's a 2D game. We fight against monsters. Looks kind of cool. I'm not a big, the biggest fan of 2D games, but I'm sure. I, I'm sure this is like be like one of those indie hits that people love. There's a big uh, section of people out there that love their 2D pixel games. Yeah. And then we got uh, update for Grounded, Shroom and Gloom. Oh man. The one thing I really hate the most is spiders in that game. You can sit down. Hey, look at that. And it goes live June 30th. So. I always love when they do that at the, uh, it's like this thing and it comes out next week. You're like, what? Hell yeah. And then. I love that too. They showed a JRPG game off, uh, Alluden Chronicles, 15 player lobbies for Among Us. We'll run through these real quick because I don't think any of us really care about this. Uh, we got The Ascent, a cyberpunk inspired turn-based strategy game. Once again, that's not my big thing. And then we get down to. Another one thing that Brendan's super excited for, Age of Empires 4, which launches October 28th. 
Yes, we need more good RTSs. Hey. I'm so tired of that genre being dead. I saw you what you saw Jonah Hart. Jonah of uh is it Jonah Hart? Yeah. And then was it a Tell of the Hun also? Like I love I love Age of oh, Empires. I've been playing him for a long time. Mm-hmm. I can't wait for very him. long time. I can't wait for Brendan to destroy me online. <laughs> you know it, bro. And then we got the announcement of Outer Worlds 2. Kind of surprising, but I mean, they made sure to, in the, t the trailer, they were very, like, meme -y. They were making jokes the whole time. Yeah, I was, when it first came on, I'm like, who in the hell would trash their own game? Make jokes about the whole time, and then Outer Worlds popped up at the end, and I was like, oh, makes complete sense. See, I thought it was going to be, like, uh, a completely different game, because, like, usually when they do stuff like that, they'll show, like, this, make fun of, like, the the idea of a cinematic trailer and then it's like oh this is not this ain't an open world it's like a conquer game or some shit like that <laughs> or it's Crash Bandicoot but all like Outer Worlds 2 I like, love the first one excited Obsidian's working on this one so soon and this one's gonna be Xbox exclusive since they're owned by Microsoft now so that's probably also like a couple years away I would not expect Outer Worlds 2 until like 2023 2024 if not yeah, they said the game's not even made yet, right? Well, no, yeah, but I think they're working Obsidian. I don't know how many studios Obsidian has, but they're working on Avowed, which we saw in-engine footage last year. Would you call that gameplay, Brennan, or just in-engine? I would just say in-engine. And so I'm, I'm assuming that game's going to come out first. We did not see that game here. Uh, then we got Microsoft. Surprisingly. We got Microsoft Flight Simulator, which once again I don't think anyone cares about. It's coming to console in July twenty, in July. And then Forza Horizon Five, which, not my I, I like if I was gonna play a Forza game, it would be Horizon. But they're not really my type of games. It comes out this November. Do either of you care about Forza at all? No, no. Damn, I'll surprise. I'll at least I'll surprise at least one of you would like it. And then the last game we got was from Arcane, the makers of Dishonored. We got they also the makers of Deathloop, which is kind of wild. That Deathloop comes out this year, and this game comes out next year. We got Redfall, which is Xbox exclusive, and it shows like like four players, like you're fighting vampires and kind of like uh, was it just vampires they were fighting? You're fighting like monsters. I think they were fighting regular people. And vampires. Yes. Yeah. And like a cult. Looks like a co-op game. Looks exciting. I got the vibe mm -hmm. that was co-op, didn't you? I don't think they... I yeah, got the I got the vibe. You need four people. And then you got all the cool weaponry and stuff. Kind of a different game for uh, Arcane to make. But I like I, Arcane's not made a bad game that I can think of. So. None that I know of. Before we wrap this up, because that was pretty much everything that happened at E3, is there anything that like you took away? Like, what was your big takeaway from the event? Redfall looks amazing. I'm excited for it. We don't get enough of uh, that vampire atmosphere. We don't get enough of those stories in games. Yeah, we got Vampire Masquerade, but we don't get enough quality vampire stuff.
I think it can be really cool and like all that. Uh, Halo looks good. Glad it's free to play. I'm excited for tons of Xbox games. They pulled out all the stops with all their Bethesda stuff. What about you, Sean? What was your big takeaway? I can't say it any better. The big one I'm I've been looking forward to is Halo. And it wowed me. I'm happy. Then I'm thinking about getting I'm thinking about getting Diablo too. And getting that and playing that. Yeah, I think definitely I wonder if that's gonna be a Game Pass game on PC though, since it is a a PC game. Well since Blizzard, it's been it's gonna be a Blizzard game. I wonder if that's just gonna be a Game Pass for console. But we'll find out. Oh no. I'd be shocked. Uh, I'd be honestly if that was a Game Pass no. for PC, I'd be kinda shocked. I'd be very shocked also. It says it's it's confirmed for Xbox. Yeah, Xbox Series X and S. Yeah, it's gonna be on Xbox Series X and S, but I didn't know because Blizzard has their own launcher. If yeah. they're gonna put it on there or not. But no, as far as exclusives, just to, uh, just for Xbox, like no, no PlayStation. Of course, Forza, Halo Infinite, Redfall is completely exclusive. Starfield, and then Stalker Two is also completely exclusive. Mm-hmm. Yeah, Psychonauts is not an Xbox exclusive. It's on PlayStation and everything. Yep. Everything besides Switch. But I mean, so if we're getting if we're looking at this. Just I mean because I think we'll get to talk like a bigger picture idea of what Xbox. I think we should see Sony soon. They were talking about that with what game was it? Oh, Director's Cut. They announced a different E three uh, E3 thing. Oh, the Jeff Keighley's kickoff show. They announced the uh, Death Stranding director's cut, hmm. and they didn't. They gave a little bit, and they said more information's coming soon, which that makes me think there's going to be a Sony state of play the end of the month or something. That'd be cool. But I mean, as of right now, honestly, if you just look at those exclusives like Forza Five, Halo Infinite, and then Stalker, I think Stalk like besides the two other ones. Like, that's a decent lineup. But then once you add in Starfield, and honestly, I'd put Redfall in there. Redfall looks super dope. Mm-hmm. Like, mm-hmm. that's a quality one, two, three, four, five games coming out the next year, this year, into this year and next year, that are only on Xbox. And I think that might be their best five they've had in a year and ever. I would say ever, yeah. For sure. Xbox exclusives, they've always extru- they struggled to me. And then once you start factoring in, like you said, all the other games that are going to be... Every game that was shown here besides Far Cry, it will be on Game Pass. Like, if you're... Not even, just, like, even counting the shortages right now, because Xboxes are way easier to get than PlayStations, I'd say, like, it make you think about getting an Xbox over a PlayStation at the moment. At the moment. Now, once, I don't know. Once you see... I mean, I think if like, if Starfield's that good of a game, yeah. I mean, if you had to pick one, especially if you're going to get a year. They've been doing the thing where you buy a new Xbox Series X, you get like a year of Game Pass with it. Mm. Basically, all these games for essentially free, plus all the games already on there. Now... 
State of Play comes up, and they Sony starts announcing that all the games, their games are going on uh, PlayStation Now. <laughs> then we start getting. Then it becomes some. Then it just becomes a race of who gets the third party stuff. But Xbox has already been doing that with some of the third party games. We've been getting some pretty decent, pretty big third party games on their platform. Back for Blood. All the EA games. Yeah. But I guess my big takeaway is Starfield looked dope. I'm excited for that. Uh, Redfall, I, I'm not trying to copy a few, but Redfall looked awesome. Uh, yeah, I'm excited for it. I'm excited to see what that one has in store. It, it was a game I wasn't expecting. Yeah, team up. Me with, either. If that makes sense. Team up with three friends. Take on a legion of vampires is what it says on the Xbox website. Yeah. Yeah, we don't get enough of that stuff. Oh, and then it says in signature arcane style, you'll choose your path. So it's going to be like an open world. Like you can go multiple, like, you know, in Dishonored, right? You can basically pick how you want to play the levels out. Yeah. It's going to have that same style where you can go in Guns and Blazes and you can be stealth and all Ooh. that. That that excites me. That, that sounds excites good. Me. It's going to be a good game. I know it was already announced before, but Back for Blood looks amazing. I cannot wait to play that. And then, what other one? There's one more I was going to say that I don't think you talked about yet. Hmm. Oh, Hello Neighbor 2. That's coming to Game Pass. They have a list of the, all the games that are coming to Game Pass this year. I'll run through this real quick. Uh, it's all coming in 2021. Uh, the Yakuza Like a Dragon, Dungeons and Dragons, Dark Alliance. Then Ascent Hades, 12 Minutes, which comes out August 19th. I did not think it was that close. I thought that game was a lot farther away. Mm-hmm. Uh, Origami Origami 2 comes out in September and then you got Scorn Back for Blood Shredders Hello Neighbor 2 The Gunk Psychonauts 2 Age of Empires 4 Forza Horizon 5 and Halo Infinite and all those games come out before November except for Halo Infinite which is wild it's a loaded year it's loaded a, lot, year. a lot of August games in July which is usually summer is kind of crappy but no, uh, I think that's it. It was exciting. I, not as good. No, it was pretty good. I was going to say not as good as their showcase last year where they just announced all this stuff, but... I disagree. I think this showcase so, is better. I, I think, you know what, it might be because you get you get the star you get Starfield release date. But yeah, we, we saw I nothing, definitely think. We saw nothing but uh, Hellblade 2 that they showed off. No Avowed. There's another game they showed off last time we didn't see. So I wonder if the, how far those games are away. Hellblade 2 didn't come out, right? That game's not out yet. I don't know. I don't think it is. No, it's not. So I remember that was a big thing they showed off when they launched the Xbox Series X. Like That was like supposed to be like their launch game. Or they rumored it to be a launch game. I wonder if that game got pushed back. And also, I was kind of shocked. Not kind of shocked. A little bit. Nothing on Deathloop. Nothing on Ghostwire Tokyo. Seems like they're kind of burying those because they know they're going to be timed exclusive for PlayStation. Want people to forget about those games. Really weird, the Deathloop one that Redfall's coming out so soon. But uh, if that's it, you think we covered everything? Yeah. Well, 
Funk Podcast will be back next week. Talk about some new news and if cover pick up basically pick up the rest. What's going on? Nintendo should be tomorrow. The Gearbox one was going on. Well, Gearbox went on yesterday. Take two should have theirs. Uh, all the other companies should have theirs throughout the week. And then when we come back next week, we'll wrap up whatever loose ends we didn't cover at E3. So uh, we'll see you boys then. Oh, yeah.